Good morning. I hope you're having a happy Sunday morning. Welcome to another edition of Miami Valley Voices on this Cox radio station. I'm your host from the Dayton Daily News, Ron Rollins. And I'm in the studio with two folks I've known a long time. Um, They're here representing the Irma Bombeck Writers Workshop at the University of Dayton, which happens every other year. And this year we're here to talk about a fundraiser for the... um, for the workshop that is uh, coming up soon. We're here with Terry Rizvi and uh, Vicki Jambrone. How are you both doing? Great. Terrific. Thanks, Ron. Absolutely. Good to see you. And um, now, uh, Terry, you were here last year talking about the workshop, so people might, loyal listeners, might recall hearing you talk about um, the workshop. Tell folks generally about the workshop and then we'll get to the, the fundraising event. Sure, Ron. Uh, we do the workshop every other year. Mm-hmm. We started in 2000, and we started it as a one-time event. We wanted to um, be able to publicize the fact that the Bombeck family was giving Irma's papers to, to the University of Dayton. And I was working with this um, alumni committee at that time, and Vicki was the president of the Alumni Association. And our board was challenging us to come up with a big idea. And we came up with this idea, and there was actually another bigger idea at the time. Uh, but, our big idea, but our big idea, which was a small idea then, has now become and has con- continued to be the big idea for the Alumni Association. So we've, uh, we did it one time, it was so much fun. Bill Bombeck worked with us and we brought in you know, people like uh, Bill Keene, mm-hmm. the, the uh, cartoonist for Family Circus. Right, we've right. had, over the years, Art Buckwald, we've had Phil Donahue, we've had Dave Barry, we've had Garrison Keeler. It's a great event. We've yeah. had Nancy Cartwright. Um, we've had just a lot of big name people come back to do this workshop because of their love for Irma mm-hmm. and and the message that, that we try to portray with the workshop, which which is the three words that she heard at the University of Dayton, you can write Absolutely. from a Marianist brother there. Now remind people, I think most of our listeners probably are familiar with Irma, but remind folks of her connection to the community. Right. Irma Bombeck, why are we celebrating here, here in Dayton? Well, she lived across the street from Phil Donahue, who also had a you know a great start here <laughs> in Dayton. Another name from our Another Dayton name past, from, right? yes, great Daytonian. Yeah. Um, and she started out writing, I believe, for the KO Times. I think that's right. And then um, wrote a column for the Journal Herald, and it was not very long before it became syndicated mm-hmm. and was in newspapers across the country. And I think it was in maybe 900 newspapers right. when she when and Throughout she died. the 70s and 80s, she was like she, the top she columnist was the top in the columnist country. Yeah, yeah. In the country at Absolutely. that time. And she was just a housewife writing mm-hmm. from her home, but writing about issues, you know, the mismatched socks, the socks you can never find in the washer and the dryer, mm-hmm. that sort of thing. And her kids, you know, were great material for her, although as they've told us, they never read her <laughs> at that time, <laughs> only later in life. And she hit, she struck a chord, really, uh, particularly with women. Sure. And and th- th- was humorous in her bones. I mean, she was she was just naturally... Naturally funny. Funny, and which is why, so the, the, the workshop, right. the workshop is about writing, but it's, but it has a humor writing uh, right. as work- it's, as, at its core, which, Correct. Is, the work- which is kind of what makes it unusual. There's tons Very of writers' unusual. workshops. I, I don't think there's any other writers' workshop in the country that's devoted to both humor and human interest writing, right. which is the type of writing that she did. Now, how big is the workshop when it happens? And, uh, and um, it's all on campus when it happens? It's all on 
campus, we have a national audience. We draw about 350 people for the last workshop, probably because I was on your radio show, Ron. We sold out in 12 hours. <laughs> All those people from Arizona who heard it on my radio show. Correct. Right? Uh, yeah, actually, it does sell out in a few hours. It sells it? out in a few hours. It's, it has almost like a cult-like following. Yeah. And so, you know, we know that we have something very special here. Wouldn't you agree, Vicki? Uh, I, I think Absolutely. so. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think Irma's legacy, for, particularly for the University of Dayton and, and our alums, are that just like so many of us, you come to UD, you're not sure you've got all these aspirations, you're just not sure. And you know, Irma loved to write, but it wasn't until Brother Tom mm-hmm. told her that she could write that she really got the confidence to to live out her dream. And so mm-hmm. I think that's the beautiful part for the UD Alumni Association. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yeah. It has become it has become a signature event. How many and how many years? I remind me. Well, we started in two thousand, we do it every other year, so that fifteen okay. years at okay. this point. Excellent, that's cool. So uh, it it costs money to put it on. I mean it's right. not all paid yeah. for by the tuition that you charge, which is how much how much does it cost for people to go? I forget. It uh, the, the last time was three hundred ninety five dollars so, well, for three days. Yeah, so that's 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 about right. And but right. that doesn't cover all your costs. So no, you, it doesn't. So you're doing you're you've embarked on a program this year, which is the subject for today's talk about right. uh, you're you're working on fundraisers in those off years that are quality and and help you raise money. So yeah. what's what's coming up? Well, um, this is really our first major fundraiser, and we were so fortunate uh, in April when Mary Lou Quinlan was here as one of our keynote speakers. Mm-hmm. She wrote a book called The God Box, and um, it, it's an incredible book. It's really based on her relationship with her mother. And Mary Lou is a typical, um, perhaps like Vicki and I, type A women. <laughs> I'm glad you said it. Type A women. <laughs> yeah, she's been the president of uh, an ad agency long before women were right. in charge. And she just really is one of those professional women that other women really look up to. Yeah, and a real excellent. go-getter. Um, and, uh, but, and she was very close to her mother. And she would talk to her mother every single day. And she would tell her about some issue that she was having, something that at the time you think is all that important, but really in retrospect it's not, which is I need to get this client, or how can I make this presentation, or I gotta fly across the country to do this or that. And her mom would say, don't worry about it, Mary Lou, put it in the God box. And what she meant was, she was gonna write a little prayer to God, and she was gonna stick it in this box, and she was telling her daughter, let it go. And so it's a story about faith yeah. and and letting it go, and particularly if you are type A, how hard it is sometimes to do that. Mm-hmm. And so when her mother died, you know, um, she was just devastated, and she um, told her brother, you know, mom said she had a God box. Why don't we see if we can find it? Well, come to find out, they found ten of these boxes stuffed with all these handwritten notes throughout the years, some very humorous, some about, you know, what color do you paint the hall hallway. This is wonderful. Some very yeah. uh, serious, you know, and a very personal relationship that her mother had with God. Like, you know, you would right. write to a friend. Right. You'd email a friend kind of, in, sometimes right. in a crass or funny way. That's right. the kind of relationship she had Does with God. Does God have email? I don't know. I don't know if he has email. <laughs> she wrote it on the she, she put it in the God box. She put it in the God box. That's right, and you could so, ask, I guess. Yeah. So then what she did was she, um, she wrote an inspirational article for a magazine, mm-hmm. and, it, and it resonated with people. So she turned it into a self-published book, and because she's a marketing expert, um, she was able, it, it went viral. And then she, she got a publisher, and it, it went to the New York Times bestseller list. And this is really what I think is kind of the amazing part of the story, and um, says a lot about, you know, what, what do we do with her life, mm-hmm. and how do we make a difference? And she decided to just kind of chuck the um, New York gig, the climbing up the corporate ladder. I mean, mm-hmm. she had had a fabulous career. 
she turned this book into a play, a one-act play, mm-hmm. and then she oh she got an acting coach, and she always wanted to be an actress. Her her uh, dad said, "No, you got to get a real job." <laughs> and so, she how many became, people have been told that? Uh, lots who of probably would have been great actresses. Yeah. And, yeah. and then what she's done is she's performed it um, at all kinds of theatrical venues off Broadway just this summer at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival, which mm-hmm. is very prestigious. Mm-hmm. And every single dime that she's made from the show, she's given back to charity. So, oh, wow. like to women's health issues, women's cancer, education issues, hospice, cancer, all this. And I, I think she's raised over two hundred fifty thousand dollars already oh, wow. that she's been able to give. And uh, and so when you know she spoke at the at the workshop the last time, and she was so wonderful. And then Terry said, "Well, hey, maybe she would be willing to <laughs> do cool. a show for us in Dayton to help with the endowment." And mm. so we were thrilled when Mary Lou said yes. Absolutely. Right. That's very cool. And so she's coming um, to town March 30th and 31st. Okay. We have the Bowl Theater on campus for okay. the venue. Right. So like, it seats about 370 people. Yep. Um, nice theater, yeah. Yeah, it's nice, nice theater. And we've, we're trying to target the show to all different audiences, levels of audiences, I should say. The first night, we're kind of calling Mother's Day in Dayton, uh, where the <laughs> ticket prices are, uh, you know, I think very reasonable, 15 dollars for a ticket or $25 including the book mm-hmm. so she has a keepsake book oh, good, okay. um, and then we have a talk back session after the show with four local uh, writers uh, we're calling it writing your heart out and Katrina all people you know Ron Katrina all pe- Kittle all people that I know Mary yes. McCarty Sharon Short and Joanne Smith uh, who two of those four have been in this studio previously <laughs> and, yes. our, and all four are really great writers yeah. so it'll be yeah. fun to be it'll able be to get fun. their perspective actually one of the things I think we might want to touch on later on the show if we have time is is sort of how the writer's workshop has become kind of a uh, sort of a, a central scratching post for the local writers community a little yeah. bit I mean it really has right. which is kind of cool but uh, um, we should tell folks we should tell folks who, who, who these writers are Katrina Kittle local teacher and novelist novelist considerable uh, considerable success uh, she was in here about a year or two ago just talking about the writing life mm-hmm. actually um, Mary McCarty former columnist for us and um, was still in our paper, actually. Sharon Short, the director of the Antioch Writers Workshop, and also and a, a novelist, a novelist yeah. right? And uh, Joe Smith, former Dayton Daily News reporter and uh, currently best-selling novelist. Right. Uh, she's her ebook is like on the, the Times bestseller list. It's yeah. the thirteenth gift. I actually yeah. have it in print. It's on my nightstand. Yeah, so. it's on my nightstand too. My wife just finished it, and I haven't had a chance to, to crack it open yet. She she liked it. Yeah. And um, so, what will they be talking about? So they'll be talking about uh, very similar to, to what Mary Lou has done. You know, mm-hmm. how do you take your own story and mm-hmm. write your life? And um, so that'll be a talkback session after the show. The show's about an hour, and then we'll have a, probably a short inter- intermission. And then we'll do this talkback session. Excellent. But then the second night, um, and that's March thirtieth. That's March thirtieth, Monday, okay. March thirtieth. Okay. Then on Tuesday, March thirty first, we're calling this the Bombeck Family Special uh, Benefit for the Yermak Bombeck Writers Workshop. Cheryl McHenry from WHIO TV. I've heard of her. And a yeah. wonderful and gracious person. Um, she is. Is coming to MC that event. And we've asked Betsy Bombeck, uh, Irma's daughter, to come back from Arizona. Mm-hmm. And she will be, uh, after the show, we'll do another talkback session on stage with Mary Lou, and they'll be talking about a mother's bond. And that night we got a dessert reception, a cash bar. We were seeking, in fact, we're still seeking sponsors. We have a lot of sponsors, uh, thanks to Vicki's help. And <laughs> well, we've got some great sponsors. Yeah, we are do. so thrilled that the CareSource Foundation, PNC, right. UD's Office of Special Programs and Continuing Education, uh, the Provost's Office, Communications yep. Department, the Women's Center, 
the School of Education, Health Sciences, um, Student Development, and the Bookstore. And um, we have a couple of uh, individuals. WHIO TV is our media sponsor. Yay, we love them. Uh, <laughs> Washington Centerville Public Library is providing some promotional support. I mean, it really is. Uh, it's funny. We've I think we've gone out and met with lots of people, yeah. and no one said no because no said everyone no. loves has an Irma story. Right. Everyone um, loves the idea of the God Box right, and. Right. And I think all of us are taking our moms or a woman in our lives who's important to us to the event. That's cool. Yeah, we're yeah we're suggesting that people bring their moms, their daughters, their girlfriends, their soulmates, their you know the special men in their life. That's very cool. And um, uh, that, and that's on March thirty first, the second part. Yeah, okay. actually, it's the same show both nights. We just have a different different program. Yeah, and, around I, and it, for the second it. night, since it is our major fundraiser night with our sponsors, there mm-hmm. uh, the tickets are fifty dollars for that. So all the money goes into the endowment for the workshop. All it the does. money goes into the endowment. Correct. Okay. Excellent. How much does it cost to put on the workshop when you do it? I mean, is it? Uh, you know, I knew you were going to ask me that sorry. because I'm like so weak with numbers. You know, <laughs> trying to make <laughs> sure I don't ever spend. You're right. Well, I'll tell you the yeah, one right. nice thing about this, and one of the things that happened when we first started was. Was we didn't want it to be out of reach for people, right. and I think that was a really important thing that the alumni association and Terry mm-hmm. and her team all got and with the Bombeck family and said, you know, we don't want it to be so expensive that you know mm-hmm. you can't afford to come. And so the price of the workshop is very affordable, and it barely covers the costs. Right. And so yeah. what we really want to be able to do is build the endowment so that Irma's legacy at UD and in this community goes on forever. Goes on. Right. And that we can keep the workshop affordable. Right. And you know we have so many people who come to the workshop and present who basically do it for nothing. Sure. Lots of our keynoters. I mean, Phil Donahue did not charges anything. We yeah. flew him in Which keeps your budget down. Put him, it does. Put him up yeah. at a hotel. And, and all of our keynoters and all of our faculty work for the exact same, very low, almost too embarrassing to mention stipend of $350. <laughs> so no one's getting rich. No one's getting rich, but there's it's three days of laughter, and yeah. it's also the networking and the, the spirit of community yeah. that we have at the workshop and also on our campus. Very cool. Uh, let's so, tell people what they're listening to right quick. Um, this is Miami Valley Voices on this uh, Cox Radio Station. I uh, hope you're having a good morning and thanks for joining us. Uh, we're, I'm Ron Rollins, your host. We're in the studio with Terry Rizvi and Vicki Jambrone uh, talking about the Irma Bombeck Writers Workshop at the University of Dayton, which will be happening next year, but also a special program uh, in March that is um, uh, meant to um, help help raise funds for putting it on. Um, let, let talk, about the, talk about the the Dayton writer community a little bit. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it, it seems to have, it, first of all, it's always been around. It produced right. people like Irma Bombeck. Right. But it seems like in recent years with this event, um, the Writer's Workshop at Antioch, Antioch the, the, the Dayton, Dayton Literary, Literary Peace, Peace Prize. Prize. I mean, we're a like literary hotbed, really. It seems like there's a lot of writerly stuff that happens in a community this size right. that, that seems larger than our market. And talk, talk about that Well, a bit. I mean, I think that's because there are some people who are very passionate about those events, mm-hmm. like Sharon Rapp with the Dayton Literary Peace Prize. Here, yeah. She's like a one woman, yeah. you know, uh, show with that Absolutely, thing, and, yeah. and she's very passionate about it. And Sharon, what Sharon's done in terms of building up the Antioch workshop, mm-hmm. and I'm on the board, and you at one point were on the board, so we know I that. I miss it actually. Yeah, That's very, fun. very closely what she's what she's doing. But we do have a lot of uh, writers in this in this town, and there mm-hmm. is a spirit of creativity and innovation. Mm-hmm. I mean, this, don't you think, Vicky? That's part of the Dayton I, I legacy. Do. Uh, well, I mean, you think about Cox in general. I mean, mm-hmm. founded here mm-hmm. and. Um, you know, I just think that um, this is a community that um, embraces people who are different and enables people to do 
um, some really unique things. I think the Antioch Wor- Writers Workshop. I, you know, when talking to Katrina, always talks about how important that was in her life. And, oh yeah. Right? And so I just think, you know, the opportunity is significant. But I, what I love about the Irma Bombeck uh, Workshop is, and I've had the opportunity to go um, many times. Oh yeah. Are are the new people that come to Dayton who don't know that about us and yeah, learn yeah. about the Literary Peace Prize and learn about the Antioch Writers Workshop mm-hmm. and they are amazed at all we have to offer in mm-hmm. the way of culture and art. So it, and is, they, a, it is a writerly place, and and there's and in between the, these big events, there's all kinds of of, of you know wor- weekend workshops and writing classes mm-hmm. and 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 poetry events and stuff like that 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 really. Um, like I said, it's it's a, it seems like kind of a like a, a constant undercurrent to the the general cultural life of the place. Also, I think it's easy to start things in Dayton. Yeah, I think kind it's really, of you know yeah, you can if I you have a so. big idea like yeah, right. like, like if you think what you've done. I mean, to create something on the scale of the the, the writers Irma, Irma Bombeck thing for as much as as for the resources it took to do it, it was pretty much you guys just. It was it was sweat and and and, and right. It and, wasn't our day job and passion. Yeah, right. No, it exactly. was not our day job. It was something that we did on on the side, and right. you know we put all of our heart into it the first time, mm-hmm. and then when we saw how successful it was right. and how much fun it was, we right. thought maybe there's a way we can do it just one more time. Right. Right. And then it's kept growing and evolving. And, and I think I think that in this community, I think it, the, it's always struck me as the kind of place where nobody jumps up and tells you that's a dumb idea. Don't do that. They they, they yeah. usually say like, yeah, give it a try. Why not? Yeah. And and I, that's kind of what I like about the place. Well, it, I think it, you can find a, a, a group of folks who, who have some common ground just right. about anywhere around here. And I think yeah. that's the exciting thing about um, the God Box. I mean, when we started talking about it to Mary and some other folks, they're nice. like, yeah, that's a great idea. That's a great idea. And pretty yeah. soon we were pretty excited. And, yeah. and to be able to pull this together in such a short period of time and get the kind of support we've gotten is, um, you know, very typical Dayton. Absolutely. Talk a little bit about the the role of the Bombeck family in all this. They they don't live right. here anymore, I don't No, they think. live in Arizona. And yeah. in fact, they've lived in Arizona for decades. Right, now. right. Um, you know, Irma, they've stayed really involved. They've and, stayed and, very involved. Yeah. I mean, the relationship with Irma Bombeck uh, really began before we started the workshop because she was on our board of trustees. And oh, yes, you did. And, I yeah, yeah, she spoke she at my, my college graduation way back in the day. Exactly. So. I did not know that. And she was okay. very funny. Okay. Yeah, very funny. She received an honorary degree from UD. Anything, anytime, you know, Brother Ray or anyone on campus would ask her to do something, she would do it. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, after she died, and and the family was going to donate her papers mm-hmm. to to campus. Um, that's when I got to know the family, and uh, and Bill is just very gracious and actually very funny. Mm-hmm. He's he hysterically when funny. when he talks. He is funny. Yeah. yeah, very funny. And and the kids are just your normal. Is he kids, a writer? You know? I mean, is, is he a, is Bill a writer too? He's not a writer. He was an educator. He okay. taught, and I think right. he was a principal at, at a school at one time. Got a bit. Matt Bombeck is the only writer. He okay. writes screenplays in. Uh, he lives in California. Okay. And his school teacher. How many kids are there? I forget. Three. Okay. Yeah, and, and then Betsy, the oldest. Okay. Who's done a number of different things. So how have, uh, has it been hard to keep them engaged? It really hasn't. I mean, I think that, first of all, the the writers love uh, relating to them, meeting them. Uh, They love, I think that that's really kind of one of the secret ingredients to our workshop is Mm -hmm. that personal touch with the Bombeck family, who they come back every time. Now, Mm -hmm. you know, one year, one may not be able to come back or whatever, but in general, they come Mm -hmm. back every Every workshop. So talk about, um, so you're in an off year. Talk a little bit about how much, uh, you're on a two-year schedule. Right. Uh, 
how did the two year schedule evolve? I mean, a lot of these things happen well, every every we were every tired. year. And we couldn't do it. <laughs> no. Actually, there's some truth to that. <laughs> well, there's, there's, okay, I mean, it started as I mentioned before. It started it was not any of our jobs. Right. So you know, we all had jobs at the University of Dayton. All the people that I was working with and mm. the volunteers, and um, you know. We couldn't really do it every year. It's a lot of work to put on that kind of event. That was my next. And question. so that made it made sense to do it every couple of years. And I mm-hmm. also think it it keeps it fresh mm-hmm. that way mm-hmm. as well. Well, I think it keeps the the faculty um, interested as well. Right. You know, if we were tapping into those folks every year and saying, "Gee, come, gee, come," right, right. but I mean, the nice thing about it is they know it's every other year, and right. some people come back every every um, uh, workshop. But you're able to get new people. You got enough lead time to get it on people's calendars, right. and mm-hmm. it, I think mm-hmm. it just works out well that way. So, um, when does the actual real serious planning for the, the that event start? Well, we started the serious planning last summer, mm-hmm. and then this opportunity came along, so we're focusing our efforts on this right now. Right, um, right now, I'm soliciting uh, faculty proposals for the first time right. ever, and I've got like an April 1st deadline for that, and there's information on our website. Um, because we've I've been inundated with people who want to teach at our workshop. Mm-hmm. So I thought this would be a way, really, to find some some new folks, mm-hmm. um, and and also to think about the kinds of topics that people would be interested in teaching about and others in learning about. Now you and you get a lot into the the business of publishing, too, of getting published and getting right. your work out there too. It's not just all about right. craft. I mean, you mix exactly. in stuff about. You mentioned self publishing. Mm-hmm. You 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 spend a lot of. There's a lot of class time that goes into what you do with the writing after you. And get, exactly, and and you know the publishing industry has changed dramatically since oh yeah. we started the workshop. Oh, absolutely. So self publishing has really become a uh, terrific route for writers to go. Graden Press is one of our local mm-hmm. co sponsors and. They have self-published a number of books that writers who attend the workshop mm-hmm. characterize. Characterize some of the who's the typical person that attends the workshop. I don't know if there is a typical person. I mean, it's, it really is a, a blend. Mm-hmm. I mean, you've got established writers, people who have written books that have been published by traditional publishers, you, and then down to maybe what you might call the mommy blogger, someone mm-hmm. who has discovered, you know, I can find an audience. You know, by writing similar kind of essays that Irma wrote, and mm-hmm. because you can, you have a blog, mm-hmm. and you have the power of social media, um, there's a way to be heard. Right. So, you know, it's the gamut. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, is it hard to get somebody like Garrison Keeler to come to Dayton for 350 <laughs> bucks? I mean, is it? Uh... Well, you know what? Uh, it's we always think it's going to be very hard, and it is. It is hard. It. it typically uh, requires someone on our planning committee to have some sort of connection. Mm-hmm. Sharon uh, Kelly Roth at Books and Company has been very uh, helpful to well, us throughout speaking, the years because of the literary of the community in authors, town. Absolutely. Yeah. Because of all the great. authors who come to town right. that she's met. And she would of, often give me a call or send me an email, hey, you ought to get Lisa Scottolini, right. you know, who we had this past time. She says, she's fabulous. Come out to the store and hear her. So mm-hmm. I did. Mm-hmm. Um, or Steve Ducey. Mm-hmm. Interesting enough, he's on Fox, but he's written a hysterical He's book very funny. from yeah. a father's perspective. Mm-hmm. And so I heard him at Books and Company and I thought he'd be perfect and yep. he came out and did it. Um, have you repeated anybody? Have, have there been repeat keynoters? Well, uh, Phil Donahue twice. Twice, okay. Yeah, yeah he was, right. you know, he's, he's obvious. Phil Donahue. Yeah, yeah, he's Phil Donahue, right. Yeah. And he's he's back on campus a fair amount, or a fair amount anyway, isn't he's he? He's back I mean, in Dayton, you know, a fair yeah, amount, I yeah, think. Yeah. You know, and one of the things he wanted to do after he was here was go to the Pine Club. Of course. <laughs> so that he can stand in line like everyone like else. Like everyone else. <laughs> like everyone else. That's exactly right. <laughs> I haven't been there in a while. We need to We need to go. My wife doesn't do red meat, so she, she has, she always, I have 
have to kind of like, well, yeah, but, but I do. <laughs> and I don't get to eat it at home, so let's go to the Pine Club where I can have some. All right. Um, so uh, where can people find out about, uh, we got a couple minutes left, where yeah. can people find out about all this well, stuff? Well, the, the best way, uh, first of all, just go ahead and order tickets. You, might, you know, you don't even need well. to know more about it. Right. <laughs> That's right. We just want everybody to either call 229-2545, okay. or they can go to the... Uh, Box office on the first floor of Kennedy Union on campus. Okay, and is there is or there's an online, online. That's right. Tickets okay. tickets.udayton.edu. Oh, okay. And that might be the easiest way to do it. Okay. Now I haven't um, been to the Bombeck website for a while. Is there yeah. what's what's on the what's on the website? Our, uh, well, first of all, our top story is about the God Box. Okay. And our website is humorwriters.org. There you go. Humorwriters.org. But so we'll be publishing uh, news about this in lots of different places on the university's website. Absolutely. But ticket information again is tickets, uh, visit tickets.udayton.edu. Right. Uh, two, two, or 229-2545. Correct. Yeah. That's cool. And it's going to be a great event for people to bring their families to, and we hope everyone will come and support us. Absolutely. So um, uh, we, we do have a few minutes. So talk, talk about some favorite workshop moments. Well, my favorite, I'm going to just tell you, is, you know, I grew up here, and my grandmother made me watch Phil Donahue every time I was at her house, and when he would say, caller, are you there? So one of my favorite moments was, and Terry's so embarrassed, but I'm going to tell it anyway. I walked up to him, and I said, you know, I've loved you my whole life, and I said, would you just whisper, caller, are you there in my ear? And he did, and I'm just going to tell you, it was great. Well, I have a good good, uh, Phil Donahue story, too, from this past time. Not as good as that one. But we did a selfie with Phil Donahue oh, and the Bob okay. family. Oh. Yeah, we had a student kind of help us do this selfie, uh, and um, it was so much fun. That's it was cool. a great photo. It was right after the Academy Awards, right. and you know, Ellen did that selfie, and so that's we thought right. we got to do it. The selfie that broke the internet. Yeah, yeah right. exactly. Yeah. We got to do it. And <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Um, uh, there's some great writers. I, I think Craig Wilson. Craig Wilson from USA Today. Oh my gosh, he is, he is so hilarious. funny. Yes, he yes. is. And I've you know had the pleasure. I know Terry's good friends. Craig, but to sit with him at dinner, and he's right. as funny one-on-one as yeah. he is, and I love the way he writes. And he's so. come back after, and not to be a speaker, he came back after he had been a keynoter, didn't he? Do he's I remember? Yes, he's, he's been, been several, several times. times. Yeah, yeah, he's been. Yeah. He was a keynoter, and then he's been on the faculty. Yeah, he's just, that's yeah. what I thought. He's just terrific. And, yeah, he's and, wonderful. And I do recall that Garrison Keillor made everyone sing, which he always does. <laughs> yeah. and, and I don't right. know where that comes from, but it's like I've never, yeah. I've seen him a few times. Yeah. I'd never seen him, I've always seen him like at the phrase or something. I'd never seen him in a a podium type right. ballroom setting where he's giving a talk. Right. And so when he when he did finally lead everybody in song, I forget what it was, uh, Daisy or something, you know, Bicycle Bill for Two or something like that, I right. was like, oh my God, he's doing it again. <laughs> so you, and that, Dave he's, Barry was funny. He, he, fooled, her, he fooled us into yeah, doing yeah, it again. Yeah, he fooled us, yeah, right. And Barry is funny. Um, yeah. And, and uh, Mike Peters was there one yeah, drawing for us. Who, he was hysterical. There is I always loved a was Bill Keen. I thought he was really funny. Bill Keen was Keen hysterical. Was I mean, he has this very family-oriented cartoon oh. strip, yeah. but he was so funny. Yeah. He's a little body. He's I a little body. I liked <laughs> it. You know who I would love to see? Would be Carl Hyacin. I don't know if you've ever yeah. read him. I, I mean, have read him. He, he's, he, he, his books are violent and weird, but he is hilarious. And he. Uh, Do you have a connection? Um, <laughs> yeah, we Dave, could use your help. You know, Dave Barry would, because they've yeah. written together. Right. And if you've got a connection to Barry, you've got a connection to Hyacinth. I don't think he's hard to reach. He works at the Miami Herald. He right. still shows up and he writes a like a three time a week column for the Herald, I think. But he and Barry have written a couple books together. Right, yeah. So, yeah, he'd be hilarious. But. Uh, 
<laughs> I might be kind of afraid to hear what comes out of his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> but that's kind of the exciting thing yeah, about is, the workshop. Yeah. You're just never really quite sure where it's going to go yeah. or, or yeah. who's going to say what, but it's fun. Absolutely. We are out of time. Um, uh, I told you it goes really fast. Uh, we have been here with uh, Terry Rizvi and Vicki Jambrone from the Irma Bombeck Writers Workshop, which happens every other year, next year, at the University of Dayton. And they are here to, uh, they've been here today to tell us about The God Box, A Daughter's Story, which is a play that is happening at the Bowl Theater on March 30th and 31st to raise money for the workshop and call 229-2545 for uh, ticket information. Thanks for coming in. Thank so you. Much. I appreciate it. I, I'm looking forward to the play. I hope it uh, hope it sells out. We yeah. hope you. so too. And Terry, we'll see you back here next year to talk about the workshop. All right. Thank All you. Right, see you. Thanks. Tune in next week.